Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good morning. This is First Lady, evangelist, teacher, student of the Word of God, pastor. So God put that label upon me, not myself, not man, Danielle Wilson. I am so glad that you tuned in this morning on the good news of the glorious gospel, the platform of Blog Talk Radio. Glory to God. Shout out to Blog Talk Radio. Had it not been for Blog Talk Radio, a lot of us would not be practicing or making our calling and election sure. Glory to God. This is how we are making our calling and election sure through the powerful um, goodness of Blog Talk Radio, and I just want to give a shout out right now to Blog Talk Radio for allowing me the opportunity to to walk in my calling, to make my election and my calling sure, glory to God, by teaching the word of God, not Sister Danielle, hallelujah, not someone else's thoughts or opinions, glory to God, but the word, the infallible, irrebukable, irreprovable word of God. God, he is a good God. His word, oh my gosh, has kept me these many years, excuse me, God brought me here from Louisiana in 1998. I had no family and no friends. One one friend girl who was also a member of the Potter's House, which is where God brought me when he brought me here. Shout out to the Potter's House, glory to God, uh, Bishop Jakes, First Lady Sarita, and all the members, all the staff, all the pastors, all the ministers, glory to God, even the church members of the Potter's House. I tell you, God is just so awesome. When he does things, he does things excellently and great. We can add nothing to what God does for us, and we definitely don't want to take anything away from what God has done for us. And I tell you what, God brought me here in 1998 with, with just by myself. He brought me here, no family. Glory to God, I met the sister here. But you know what? It was the word. It was the foundation of the word that was laid when I first got saved in 1985 that taught me and kept me. Glory to God, these many years, the word of God, and then God allowed, um, you know, and I just give God all the glory. I shall not give man the glory, no way, no shape, no form, or no fashion. It was God that kept me this far. And when I came to Dallas, Texas, I came with the Holy Ghost. I came with speaking in tongues. I came with the power of, the God, of God. This is not man's doing, glory to God. This is of God. And I admonish every saint, every Christian, every minister, every pastor, every bishop, every apostle to all always and ever give the glory to God for the things he has done. Yes, we have fathers in the gospel. Yes, we have pastors. I thank God for my husband, Pastor Charles Wilson. He absolutely looks over me, looks out for me. Glory to God. He protects me. Hallelujah. I thank God for him. Yes, we need overseers over our life. However, first and foremost, the glory will always go to God from Sister Christian Danielle. Always and forever. I will never give man the glory, hallelujah, for the things that have been done in my life, for the things that have been done in my life. No man could have done these things. Glory to God. No man. You know, I'm reminded Jesus said that he was going to a a temple that was not made by hand. Glory to God by man's hands. That's a word that just came to mind. And of a surety, this temple, glory to God, was not made by man's hands. Contrary to popular belief. 
Hallelujah. This temple was made by God, and I appreciate God. Because you know what? In my darkest hours, in my darkest days, when I needed God, man was not around. Some things only God can do. Glory to God. Pastor, bishop, evangelist, teacher, apostle, whatever title, you know, God is giving you or whatever title you're giving yourself, by all means, beyond a shadow of a doubt, give God all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor, always, for what he has done and what he is doing. I remember there was a time when I walked in a season of giving myself glory. <laughs> horrible, horrible. It was terrible. Oh, my gosh. After God revealed to me what I was doing, now, while I was doing it, uh, walking in my own venition and in my own vain imagination, thinking that it was me doing all of this great, wonderful work that was going on in my, in, in my life, in our life with my husband, <clears throat> excuse me, and I would even say, you know, I'm going to be transparent. I don't mind revealing things and giving a testimony, especially when I did and I died to it. Glory to God. And I was walking in uh, in this eye, this eye thing. I've done this and I've done that. And I did this and I did that. And, you know, God let me walk in that, that spirit of I, in that mind of I, um, not the seen I, but the word I. And I tell you, listening audience and saints, after God got through, you know, it's like the man that went out um, and he 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 uh, got rid of all his oil and he was in the uh, pig sty and he came to himself and said, wait a minute, you know, I'm a king's kid. I'm supposed to be in here. When I came to myself and God, you know, kind of, he, I came to myself, he let me walk in that eye thing for a, such a long time. It was really too long. And when I came to the realization and I came to myself that this thing and these things that are done are done only because of the grace and the mercy and the power of God. Sister Danielle didn't have really anything to do with it. Yes, I was a willing vessel, and I'm not saying that my mind wasn't tuned in to what I was doing. That's not what I'm saying. But it was God that had done those things. It was God that gave me the mind and the will and to do of his good pleasure. It was no goodness of my own. Glory to God. It was no power of Sister Danielle. And when God allowed me to know that, and he kind of, Whoop me a little bit. Oh, my gosh. You talk about got on my head and just messed me up for a New York second. I'm like, oh, God, I repented. And from and prior to that, I always knew it was God. I always gave God all the glory, all the honor. But there's times when, unfortunately, we get in ourselves and in our flesh, glory to God, and, you know, in our eyesight, uh, you know, we see ourselves, uh <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And that's not a good thing. We always must see Christ in everything that we do. We always must see God in everything that we do, not ourselves. Yes, God uses us. Yes, we humble ourselves to the mighty hand of God and let God have his way in our lives. But it is God that has done this thing, not we ourselves. And then when we just stop and look back over our shoulder and remember from whence we come, had it not been for the grace and the mercy of God, we wouldn't even be standing here, let alone walking in the the uh, calling and the election that God has called us to. My God, it's the grace and the mercy of God that any of us even wake up this morning 
and can comb our hair, put our clothes on, and women our makeup, and men tie your tie, glory to God. For some of us, it's the grace and the mercy of God. It is no thing that we've done of ourselves. So we just humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God of a surety. He will raise us, hallelujah, in due season. Thank you, Jesus. And due season, I'm reminded of a corn, of a stalk of corn. Due season, it goes through seasons. It's out in those elements in the weather. There's there's rain. There's like tremendous heat here in Texas, beating down on that corn stalk and rain, and then hail, and then he'll he'll uh, <laughs> here comes the farmer. Start tilling, you know, around the corn uh, with his till. And, and I can see I'm not a farmer and I wasn't raised in the country, but I can see those big machines, you know, going through the 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 corn stalks and, and tilling the ground. And, and that's God, glory to God, tilling our ground and, and sending us through trial and tribulation and, and fire and persecution, glory to God, and being hated of men. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And then life starts happening. That's the rain and the wind and the sun. Hallelujah. When you're washing, dryer, go out one day the washer, the next day the dryer. Glory to God. That's that heat that that uh, corn stalk is experiencing. Hallelujah. And then maybe your car. My God, my God, you have to put air in the tire every other day. That's the strong winds that are blowing. Glory to God on that corn stalk. However, that corn stalk just keeps on growing, just keeps on growing through all of that hell and high water and wind. My God, my God, why? Because the roots of that corn were deep down in the ground. Glory to God, there was a seed. My God, before the corn became a stalk. And there again, I'm not a farmer. So for those of you that are farmer, I may be a little bit out of sorts. However, I know from whence I've come and where God has taken me, there was a little seed that was planted in the ground for that corn stalk. Hallelujah. And that seed was planted deep down in the ground. And then that seed was watered. Hallelujah. And then it may have even had some miracle grow. Glory to God. Shout out to miracle grow. Pastor Wilson and I started a community garden here in the city that we live in, the first community garden. Glory to God in the city. Hallelujah. And the people were very, very appreciative of it. Now we did have some enemies, but that's all right because that, that, that's what happens when you do God's work. You will have enemies. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about that corn, that stalk of corn that grows up beautifully yellow and strong. Glory to God. And people can eat off of it. Hallelujah. That's what God wants us to be as Christians. He wants us to be a corn stalk. He wants us to be people, Christians. Glory to God. That people can eat off of. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Not a corn stalk that bugs have gotten a hold to, and you got a little brown spot on a little corn, uh, her, cor, corn, you know what I'm trying to say, a little corn deal. You got a little brown spot there. You got a, got a little black spot over there. Glory to God. Saints and Christians, let us not have brown and black spots on our corn. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Those brown and black spots are people. Glory to God with evil communications that corrupt your good matters. Don't let it happen. Good manners. M-A-N-N-E-R-S. 
hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to God. But even though that corn stalk, hallelujah, endured that weather, hallelujah, that storm, glory to God, the heat that was beating down upon it, glory to God, it kept pushing itself up. Thank you, Jesus, but um, uh, up out of that hard ground. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know why God is allowing me to use an analyzation of the ground. And last week I was talking about a dandelion, that beautiful flower, and it's always been yellow. Glory, 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 glory to God. Now I know God is into colors like he's into numbers. Hallelujah. And I will absolutely study the color yellow coming from God, for God is giving me the color yellow. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. I can envision that corn of stalk, that, that beautiful, strong, yellow corn of stalk with the green leaves covering it. Hallelujah. And when the people, glory to God, sit down to Thanksgiving dinner, glory to God, the, the cook, hallelujah, pulls those beautiful green leaves off. Thank you, Jesus. And there they Beautiful corn, that yellow corn, hallelujah, ready to be eaten. Glory to God from the family members, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, that are sitting down for Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, saints and Christians, are you that corn that, that the family members, that the family, uh, the body of Christ, the family members that are in the body of Christ, can they eat off of, are you a corn stalk that family members can eat off of? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can they come to you? Thank you, Jesus, when they need a good meal. Can they come to you when they need a good piece of corn? Hallelujah. Or do you have, my God, my God, brown and black spots because of bugs? Has bugs, glory to God, gotten a hold to your corn stalk? Don't let it happen. Glory to God, there is a spray, hallelujah, that the farmers use and the gardeners use to keep the bugs away. Hallelujah. Now, I don't know the name of the spray for the corn, but I know the name of the spray. Glory to God for the Christians. Hallelujah. It is the word of God. Spray that word all over you. Glory to God. Get that word in your heart. Spray that word on your heart. Glory to God. Spray that word in your ears. My God, my God. It'll keep them bugs. Glory to God. Off of your corn. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. I just thank God the way he uses me. I pray that what I just said, hallelujah, and the analogy that God gave me, thank you, Jesus, help somebody. Now, I was told a couple of Sundays ago, and I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm not going to say it like it was said to me because I'm praying about it. You know, and I know that I'm not the only one who God has given talents to. And they've gone and traded and got some more talents. Glory to God. And, you know, I do give God the glory and the honor for what he's done in my life. But we have absolutely have to make sure that we are completely clean saints from ourselves and, and any pride that we have in ourselves and any arrogancy that we have in ourselves because God is using us, you know, or because God has taken us to a place or has taken us to a place, we have to make sure that we are walking in all humility of heart and mind, giving God the glory and honor for all things. Thank you, Jesus. And when we minister, we minister out of a pure heart in Jesus' name, not out of our um arrogancy mixed with God or 
our pride in ourselves mixed with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God, because it's not going to work. Thank you, Jesus. And I do not want to have that spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Around me, in me, through me, or about me. When I minister the word of God, I want none of Danielle and all of God, all of the Holy Ghost, all of um, the uh, spirit of God, Jesus, all of Jesus in my life. When I minister the word of God, I want it to be none of me. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to sense it. I don't want it in the atmosphere. Glory to God. I want to give God the power, the glory, and the honor. Now, I will walk in the authority that God has given me, and the enemy will not take anything from me that God has given me. He will not make me feel guilty. Glory to God. I know that's a trick of the enemy, saints. And for those of you that have been saved for any amount of time, you know that guilt is a tool and a weapon that the enemy tries to use against God's people. The Bible says that if we walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit, there is no shame. There is no guilt. Glory to God. When you're walking after the spirit, when you're not walking after your flesh and, you know, trying to have your flesh shown and everything, contrary to popular belief. Now, some people may believe that. Some saints that are, are, are carnal-minded, they may believe that you're walking, you know, within your flesh and things of that nature because you have the knowledge of God and the Holy Ghost dwelling in. You know, we have got to be able to recognize between the two when it's really us that's walking in, you know, our flesh or when it's the enemy trying to make us feel guilty because of the place that God has put us in. And because we don't walk after the flesh but after the spirit, the devil cannot, the enemy cannot and will not make the saints feel guilty for nothing that God has given to us. Not a one thing. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Okay, let's go to a, a, a song. And after I come back from the song, I will allow you to know the guest calling number. So you can call in and just share testimony, um, praise report. If you need prayer, glory to God. If there's a song that you'd like to hear on next Tuesday, if there's a scripture that you need uh, expounded on, you have a question on a scripture, you know, call in 646-649-1068. Let's see here. Let's listen to... Um, let's see. Let's listen to the soul seekers. It's all good. This is the good news of the glorious gospel, evangelist, first lady, teacher, preacher, student of the word of God, Danielle Wilson. I'll be right back. Stay right there. Call someone and tell them to tune in to Blog Talk Radio, the good news of the glorious gospel. We're going to be listening to It's All Good with the Soul Seekers. I'll be right back. Anybody 
I was saying earlier, glory to God, hallelujah, with Sister Danielle. As long as I know the uh, other saints that are listening in, it's all God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, it's all good, but we know that it is all God. It is none of us, glory to God, with the clothes in our closet, the shoes, the car, the money in the bank. Thank you, Jesus. Our children are doing well. Our grandchildren are doing well. Our ministries are doing well. Our marriages are doing well. Our businesses are doing well. Glory to God. It's all good, but we know that it's all God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I that really, when I said I wanted to play that song, I really didn't equate what I was saying earlier about it being all God with the song. It's just um, the soul seekers, I really enjoy that song. It's all good. But now I know better. You know, it's all God. Hallelujah. It is none of us and all of God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, my lessons today, I've got a couple of lessons that I want to minister to you about. And the first lesson is, what happens to you when you don't follow instructions? I was laying in bed last night um, preparing myself for sleep, and that word, uh, those words that uh, those words came to mind. What happens when you don't follow instructions? And in my studies, I'm reminded of what the word says. 
that poverty and shame comes upon uh, an individual, not just a Christian, but an individual that does not follow uh, instructions. And I took um, inventory of myself to see if that word was pertaining to me. Um, no one in their right mind wants to have poverty and or be ashamed uh, when we're out in society and, you know, going about our everyday business, nor does anyone in their right mind want to live in poverty of no way, shape, form, or fashion. So when that word came to mind, I started thinking, you know, following instructions and, um, you know, and just and nothing really came um, for me to share with you all about. And if something did come and it wasn't for y'all to know, I wouldn't tell you at this time. However, when those words came to mind um, about following instructions and what happens when you don't, and then poverty and shame, you know, I feel that it was just God uh, reiterating to me to absolutely follow the instructions, glory to God, not only of the word of God, but instructions from my husband. Because as I was saying earlier, there is an order, and the order is first God, then Jesus. And for those of us that are privileged to be married, wives, um, our husbands, and then us. Um, So I just know that it was God reiterating to me to follow the instructions of my husband, glory to God, that there will not be any poverty and or shame in my life, our life, our ministries, our marriage, or things of that nature because of the order that God has. And then um, the what happens to you when you don't follow instructions. Now let me go to um, the scriptures regarding um, my lesson topic, which is what happens when you don't follow instructions. Proverbs 13 and 18, the King James Version says, Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth instruction. And him is mankind. It's not him as in a man. It's him as in mankind, man and or woman, that refuseth instruction. But he, mankind, that regardeth reproof shall be honored, okay? Therefore, if we regard reproof, if we take heed to it, constructive criticism, regard it, uh, you know, ponder it. Thank you, Jesus. Um, think about it. The reproof that has come our way, especially wise, if we have husbands, uh, single women, single men, the pastors that are over your life, if God is coming to you um, in a word of the scriptures or if you feel his presence uh, speaking to you, the Holy Ghost speaking to you, and he's reproving you, regard what's being said to you, you know, you already know when you're not doing something right or you know when reproof comes your way, why it's coming and that you need to either straighten up and get it right, you know, um, or let it go if it's something that you're doing and, and the Holy Ghost and God is reproving you about it. Uh, you know, you already know before God comes to you or before the pastor comes to you or before your husband comes to you, for those of us that have the Holy Ghost, we already know, you know, even if you don't have the Holy Ghost and you have your five senses, you know right from wrong. You know when you're doing right and you know when you're not. Thank you, Jesus. So poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses instruction. 
but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored. Now, the New International Version states, whoever discards discipline comes to poverty and shame, but whoever heeds correction is honored. Glory to God. We want part B of this scripture. We want to be the whoever heeds to a correction will be honored. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Whoever discards discipline comes to poverty and shame. We do not want to discard a discipline. The Bible says that um, correction is the way of life or reproof is the way of life. We're going to get reproved. You know, we're going to get uh, chastised. The Bible speaks that the chastisement uh, of God calls us to not be bastards, but to be sons. And I don't want to be a bastard. And I'm just coming right out with it. I'm not going to, and you know, stumble over my words. That's the scripture. The scripture states that if he doesn't chastise us, then we are as bastards. And bastards are children that don't have fathers. And we have a father, Father God. Therefore, there will be times when he will chastise us, but that's because he loves us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, the New Living Translation says, if you ignore criticism, you will end in poverty and disgrace. If you accept correction, you will be honored. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And you know what? What God has given me and the Holy Ghost has given me, that's the way, too, for us to grow. I'm reminded now of that corner stalk. Hallelujah. How is um, the correction of the heat? You know, that's a way. Well, that's not really a way of correction. But uh, if we accept correction, we'll be honored. Okay. Correction is a way to grow. Hallelujah. You cannot grow without correction. You cannot grow without being reproved. Thank you, Jesus. You cannot grow without being chastised because we don't know it all. We are not all knowing. God is all knowing. God has our lives in his hand. Therefore, there will be times when we go down the wrong road, say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing, be in the wrong place, and God and the Holy Ghost. Uh, Jesus Christ, your pastor, your teacher, your first lady will indeed reprove you, glory to God, or correct you. And if you heed to it, it's going to bring honor to you. It's going to bring growth to you. Glory to God. It's going to change your life. It's going to add to you. Thank you, Jesus, when we honor uh, uh, and heed to correction. Okay. Let's go into what the word poverty means. It's being poor. It's a very great degree of being poor. The state of being extremely, um, now being poor is more than just the amount of money a person has. Poverty is a multidimensional issue that concerns a person's level of health, access, and coverage, available educational opportunities, and quality of life. According to the Oxford Poverty and Human Development Initiative, There are 10 indicators of poverty, nutrition, child death, years of schooling, school attendance, cooking fuel, sanitation, drinking water, electricity, flooring, and assets. Those are the 10 indicators of poverty per Oxford Poverty and Human Development Institution. 
And we can actually see those things in the third world country with nutrition, the child death, years of schooling. Um, They don't attend school. They don't have cooking fuel. Their sanitation is very poor. Uh, They don't have good drinking water. Their electricity, they don't have any electricity. Their flooring is that of dirt, and they have no assets. So poverty is not just not having money, glory to God. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's living, you know, it's life, hallelujah. How, it's, it's living. And how are you living? How is your life, glory to God, as it, as it, uh, as it uh, pertains to following instructions? Thank you, Jesus. Are you in poverty and shame because you're not following instructions? And there again, poverty, there are 10 indicators of poverty, and it all has something to do with living. It all has something to do with life. It's not just money. Glory to God, it's your nutrition. Hallelujah. It's your years of schooling. It's school attendance. It's cooking fuel. Do you have enough money to pay for your cooking, uh, for your fuel? It's sanitation. It's drinking water. It is a life. Hallelujah. It's not just money. So poverty is a way of living or a way of not living. Glory to God because of not following the instructions. Glory to God. Far be it from Sister Danielle Yvette, I shall follow the instructions of the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because I don't want to live in poverty. I don't want to live in shame. Glory to God. That's not a position for God's people. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. Hallelujah. We are a peculiar people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. We are not to be living in poverty and shame. Glory to God. And that comes. Thank you, Jesus. According to Proverbs 13 and 18, poverty and shame. Shame comes because we or you refuse instructions. Far be it from Sister Danielle Yvette Wilson. Hallelujah. Are you refusing the instructions of the Holy One of Israel? Are you refusing instructions? Glory to God from the unction of God. Are you refusing instructions from the Holy Ghost? Has the Holy Ghost told you to do something or not to do something? To say something or not to say something? Glory to God. And you're not following that instruction. Will poverty, will you know? What you're going to get? You're going to get poverty and shame. Far be it from Sister Danielle Yvette Wilson. Now, if we have to pray, glory to God for understanding, let it be so. The Bible says, Hallelujah, and all are getting for us to get understanding. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Knowledge of God, I thank you. I thank you, God, for good understanding. That's the way you pray for understanding. You thank God for it. Hallelujah. We don't go to God as beggars. Hallelujah. We don't go to God. Hallelujah. As people that are without. We go to God as people that are within. Glory to God, the body of Christ. We are within. Hallelujah, the hands of God. So the way we go to God and say, God, I thank you for good understanding, God. I thank you, Lord, for understanding God in this situation, God. I thank you, Lord, Father God, for knowledge of God in this situation, Lord. God, that I be not ever learning, Father God, and never coming into the knowledge of God. I thank you for the knowledge of Father God and this understanding. We come to God as children of God. We come to God Hallelujah, as he is our father, we're not without, where we are within. 
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So poverty will not be a way of Sister Danielle Yvette's life. Hallelujah. I will not live in poverty. Glory to God. I will live as a royal priesthood, as a holy nation. Glory to God. Why? Because I am going to follow the word. Glory to God of God. Hallelujah. And the word tells me as a wife to humble myself. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, to listen to my husband. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. All of God's word is good. Hallelujah, the Bible says that it's hard for the transgressor. It is not hard, glory to God, if you're not transgressing, trespassing, a transgressor. And a transgressor is a sinner, glory to God. And we are not sinners, we are saints of the Most High God. Therefore, we will follow the words of God, no matter what tries to hinder, no matter what tries to block. Glory to God, the word of God, and the understanding of God. If you have the Holy Ghost, it is stronger. It is powerful. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We have no fear in God's waters. Glory to God. But God has given us power, love, and a sound mind. Thanks and listening audience, don't you know that God knows the end? Glory to God at the beginning, hallelujah, when he called you in your mother's womb, when he formed you, he knew, glory to God, everything that was going to happen, glory to God, from the least to the greatest, glory to God, from the worst to the best. God, I thank you, and we're still in God's hands. Hallelujah. For I'm reminded of a scripture. I'm going to hold on to that right now because I know the enemy is the prince and the polity of the air. Glory to God. And he is listening absolutely to Sister Danielle Yvette. Glory to God. Why? Glory to God. Because I'm a threat to his kingdom. Hallelujah. I minister the word of God. I show the love of God. Hallelujah. To my enemies. Glory to God. I do good to them that hate me. I pray for them that despitefully misuse me and persecute me. Thank you, Jesus. It's all God. It's all the goodness of God. And because of the destiny and the place that God is bringing me to, hallelujah, I must love my enemies. Glory to God. The Bible, God told me a few uh, weeks ago, a few months ago, I must go through Samaria. I heard that word, glory to God, down in my spirit, that I must go through Samaria. Now, glory to God, I was thinking um, another uh, understanding of the word, and I talked to my cousin, glory to God, cousin Dana, my God, my God, another powerful uh, 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 woman in God, and she happens to be a family member, glory to God, she resides in California, her and my cousin Estelle, thank you, Jesus, bless, 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 cousin Dana, God, and cousin Estelle powerful woman of God, hallelujah, and I shared it with her, thank you, Jesus, thank you, God, and she said, oh, my God, cousin, cousin, it's not just for yourself, glory to God, but it's for other people, hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God, that's why the enemy hates me, that's why he tries to block the move of God in my life, but he cannot do it. Why? Because greater is God that is in me than he that is in the world. And God spoke a word to me years ago, and it is still going forward in my life. Now, there again, I'm going to hold it 
Thank you, Jesus, for I know the enemy is listening. Thank you, Jesus, God, I thank you. I'm not afraid of the enemy. The Bible says for us to be wise as serpents, yet harmless as doves. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. So for those of us that may not at times have an understanding of what God is doing, or have an understanding of what the enemy is doing, all we have to do is go to God and say, God, I thank you for good understanding, God, in this situation, God. I thank you for good understanding, God, concerning, Lord, Father God, this matter, God. I thank you for good understanding, God, concerning this situation, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I'm expecting, God, I'm looking for you to come through. Come to God, speak a word, speak a word, speak a word. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. He is all-knowing, all-hearing, all-seeing God. He's an all-potentate king. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. I know the devil hates me, and I'm glad about it. For those of you that are hanging your heads down, for those of you that are sad, glory to God, and kind of crying and, you know, kind of dismayed, glory to God, because the world is hating you or somebody is hating you in your family, that you feel that they should be loving you. How could it possibly be, glory to God, that this family member is hating on me? Glory to God, well, it is because they hated Jesus before they hated us. And Jesus said, I looked it up, I said, God. He took me to the scripture. He said, he told me to be strengthened and be of good cheer, be encouraged. He said, be encouraged and be strengthened because I am a minister of Christ. Therefore, new saved, newly saved Christians, those of us that have been saved for a while, and we're just now going through this where um, we're being hated on like fiercely. Glory to God from people, evil people, and then we don't fight flesh and blood, Ephesians 6, okay? We're fighting spiritual wickedness in high places and evil people. So, you know, it's spiritual wickedness in high places, uh, and then it's evil people. But no, K-N-O-W, why it is happening? Understand, glory to God, and everything we need to know pertaining to life, glory to God, is in the word of God. Therefore, if you're having um, anything, any issue that's going on, like hate, when someone in your family that you feel like, how can they be hating, especially if they call themselves a Christian, especially if they say they're born again and saved of God, saved of God, saved of God, and have a title over their head, and they're hating on you, know that K-N-O-W, that Jesus said they hated him before they hated me. And for me to be encouraged and strengthened because they're hating on me, I am a minister of Christ, hallelujah, and that the world loves its own. Glory to God. That's why we're being hated, because we're not of the world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Therefore, if you have somebody hate on you, and they call themselves a Christian, they are carnal Christians. They're not spiritual Christians, glory to God. I don't care who it is, from your mother to your brother to your sister, to your husband, to your wife, to your children. I don't care who it is. 
I don't care what title they have on them. I don't care what family member they have. Glory to God within the family line. If they're hating on you, glory to God. And they got a title. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No, K-N-O-W. It, and they're hating on you. It is because we are preaching Christ. Thank you, Jesus. And they are carnal. They're carnal Christians, period, point blank. Because the carnal-minded, the carnal is an enmity unto, unto God. And they don't understand the things of God. And they will never understand it, being carnally-minded. But carnally-minded is death. Excuse me. But to be spiritually-minded is life and peace. Therefore, when we're going through, uh, as the corn stalk and the uh, dandelion, that that flower, that beautiful yellow flower, as we're going through, <clears throat> coming up through that hard ground and enduring that those weather and climates and you know the wind blowing us everywhere, glory to God, sun beating down on us, persecution, pressure, hallelujah, glory to God from evil people, pressure from pe- from the world, pressure from the enemy, that sun beating down on us, just know, glory to God, that when you come to the room, for trouble don't last always, and when we come through, we're going to come through as pure gold, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh my God, gold is the color of yellow, God, have your way in my life, my God, my God, I know God kept giving me, glory to God, that dandelion, I could see it, hallelujah, in the vision, hallelujah, of my mind, glory to God, that big, beautiful dandelion flower, had beautiful yellow leaves inside in the middle hallelujah was that dark is you know it's made with a darkness and darkness is not always bad and that's what i'm feeling right now when i speak about the darkness in the middle of that yellow flower now that's not what god i'm not going to go there but i will say a dark color is not always bad as a matter of fact they say black is classy the color black when you're wearing black they say black is classy the color black, hallelujah. When you put on black, uh, a black dress, or, or, you know, black skirt and blouse, or me in a black suit, glory to God, they say that's classy. So dark or black is not always bad. Thank you, Jesus. I know the world would like to associate black and dark with bad, and I got you on that. I understand. But it's not always bad, because when we put on the color black, hallelujah, I know the church that I go to, Thank you, Jesus. We're working on our church, and I ask you guys to pray with us for a building. But when I go to the church that I go to, which is the Potter's House, God bless the Potter's House, the choir sometimes is dressed in black, and they look very good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, that yellow dandelion with that black center, thank you, Jesus. I don't know, you know, with that black center, God has given me something, what that what is that's all about within that flower? Why is it black in the center of the yellow flower? I really don't know. Um, but I'm going to take some time and check it out. Okay, so the yellow leaves on the dandelion are yellow. The corn is yellow. Hallelujah. And when we come through, it's pure gold. Gold is yellow. My God, my God, my God. That's what's going to happen to us, saints. That's what's going to happen to us Christians as long as we endure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. We're going to come through as pure gold. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 
God, I thank you. And there again, trouble don't last always. Trouble comes to make us strong. It comes to, you know, increase our faith, increase our trust and our love in God. That's why God has trouble coming out. God allows it. You know, I was listening to um, Bill Winston this morning, and he was saying how God creates the light and God creates the darkness, okay? And everything is created for Jesus for good. He has a purpose for everything. Thank you, Jesus. So though we're going through a trial and uh, test and tribulation, no, K-N-O-W, that it is all working together for our good. Thank you, Jesus. We're not looking at it, okay, because we don't walk by uh, sight, but we walk by faith. So far be it for me to say it don't look good. It don't feel, well, we're not walking by what it looks like. We're walking by faith, what God said. Thank you, Jesus. And then I'm reminded, hallelujah, of a minister, a bishop that made a statement um, that God fight, that the devil is fighting us not because of where we are, but because of where we're going. He's trying to block and stop the move of God in our lives. But you know what? The Bible says also that to whom you yield your members to, that's whose servants you are of. And for those of you that are yielding your members to the devil, know, K-N-O-W, that when he gets through using you, he's going to leave you beat up, beat down, without, and looking horrible and not having anything. So I would admonish you evil people, thank you, Jesus. That's what the scripture says, Ephesians 6. If you're an evil person and you call yourself saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, I would admonish you to go to God in prayer and ask God to wash you and to cleanse you and to renew you. You may even need to get baptized again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Because I'm telling you, when the enemy gets through using you because you have yielded your members against a saint of God, and the Bible says, touch not my anointed, nor do my prophets no harm. Woo, he'll leave you without, upside down, inside. You won't know if you're coming or going. Thank you, Jesus. So your best bet is to serve God. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, because your turn is coming. Thank you, Jesus. Your time is coming. We don't have, you know, there's no sense in being jealous and envious of one another. The Bible says that when we do that, you're in the flesh. And there again, that's a carnally-minded Christian, which is death. Being jealousy and envious of another uh, saint is going to bring you death, not the saint, because the saint is going to go on. Yes, it's pressure. Yes, yes, uh, Christians and saints that are going through that, that pressure of jealousy and envy. Yes, it is pressure that is put upon us. However, Love conquers all. Hallelujah. Love conquers death. Love is stronger than death. And jealousy and envy is a way of, of, of uh, it's a spirit that will kill. It's a killing spirit. Jealousy, envy, and, uh, oh, what is that other word? Uh, competing, competition. Those three spirits are spirits of death. Thank you, Jesus. They are trying to kill 
what God has put in us or what God is taking us to. However, the Bible tells me that love is stronger than death. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Therefore, saints, those of us that are living and striving for God out of a pure heart, let us just continue to love our enemies, to pray for them which despitefully misuse us and persecute us, to do good to them that hate us, and to bless those that curse us. In Jesus' name. I'm reminded of Deuteronomy 23. I heard this. Uh, I'm privileged to listen to uh, um, gospel television, TBN. Shout out to TBN and shout out to Word, uh, the networks, the gospel networks. I'm privileged to hear those in the morning, uh, the uh, evangelists, the television evangelists. And I was hearing an evangelist, uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, because today is Tuesday. Last week, he went to uh, Deuteronomy 23. I had no idea that this scripture was even in uh, the word of God on how um, the people tried to curse God's people by calling on Balaam. But in the scriptures, it says that God didn't listen to Balaam, who was trying to curse the people, and God turned the curse into a blessing. Glory to God. Read that Deuteronomy 23. And then God goes on to tell us, you know, to not take uh, prosperity the way they do. Don't seek after prosperity the way they do. Um, And I haven't done my research on it, but I will bring that to you uh, because that's the times that we're absolutely in now. We're in the evil times and in the last times where the enemy is trying to stop, kill, and destroy the will of God in God's people. He cannot do it. He will not do it. Saints, we will be vigilant. Hallelujah. We will have our ears tuned open to the Lord. We'll have our eyes open, watching and listening. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. What happens to you when you don't follow instructions? Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuses instruction. But he that regarded reproof shall be honored. Thank you, Jesus. That's me. I'm on the last part. Okay, shame is a painful feeling of humiliation, disgrace, dishonor, or discredit, or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Humiliation, mortification, that's death. Embarrassment, uh, discomfort. That's what comes upon a person when they don't follow instructions, Proverbs 13 and 18. Let me get a drink of water. Okay. Uh, Shame shall be to him that refuses instruction. And refuses indicates or shows that one is not willing to do something. Indicate that one is not willing to accept or grant something offered or requested. Turn down or say no to. Oh, my gosh. Do I know that to be true? I so have experienced that in my life. Uh, There's a certain person within my um, circle that will always say the word no. (laughs) When something will be brought to them um, about improving um, or helping, the first word they will say will be no. And because they turned down what was offered, They're living in poverty and shame. You know, the scriptures are here to lead and guide us into all truth and to help us where we need help. 
Thank you, Jesus. It's no, um, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to have the scriptures uh, to teach us how to live and, and, and how to do and how to carry ourselves and what to do in certain situations. So if you find yourself, therefore, if you find yourself in this particular scripture where you said, no, you refused instruction and it brought poverty and shame to you, just turn that thing around. You know, just stop saying no. Stop refusing instruction. Start regarding it, and then you will be honored. Good things will come upon your life. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Instruction is a direction or order, detailed information telling how something should be done. Oh, my God. And that comes from saints. That comes from our boss. That comes from our husbands. That comes from our wives. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, from our pastors, our first ladies, our evangelists, our teachers, television evangelists. Glory to God. Someone will always be giving you instruction, always, because instructions and reproof are the way of life. That's how we live. Thank, thank God for instructions and reproof. I know I wouldn't want to. I'm not even going to go there. A testimony came up, but I'm going to hold that for a little while. I know I would not want to go through this world without someone, um, if I could say, checking me, you know, and I know, and I always say I'm a 2017 first lady, okay? Um, I'm not a 1999, I'm not a 2000, I'm a 2017 first lady. Now, that that does not mean that I'm not still holy, because I am still holy, absolutely, still have the love of God on the inside of my heart, I still have his word, you know, hid in my heart that I may not sin against him. However, I'm able to uh, communicate uh, in 2017 with the millennials, probably a little bit, not a whole lot, because they got some of that, some of those new sayings that they have, uh, that I am up to date. In other words, I am up to the, I'm with the times, okay? <laughs> Glory to God. When I say I'm a 2017 first lady, I am up to date. I am uh, in time and with time. Thank you, Jesus. Um, so instruction will come from everywhere when we live, and it's a good thing to have someone in your life that's uh, instructing and leading and guiding into all truth. Now, we know we have the Holy Ghost that will do that, but God is also using people to do that in our lives, to instruct us and to lead and guide us and, you know, to kind of um, check us, so to speak, or, you know, take inventory and see some things that, are kind of out of sorts as being a Christian or kind of out of the way, you know, of being, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a Christian and away with titles. The titles don't mean anything to me because a title can, has, and will become an idol. So away with titles. I'm not talking about titles. I'm talking about pure Christianity, pure being a Christian. We will have people that will instruct us in the ways of life because of being a Christian are, you know, uh, are not showing the things or being a, a good example of being a Christian. Uh, so if we take heed to that, if we regard it, God is going to honor us. There's going to be honor placed upon us. Uh, you're going to have a better life. You're going to feel better. Thank you, Jesus, when you take heed and, and regard 
um, the reproof or the instructions that someone is giving you. Regard means to consider or think of something or someone in a specific way. Consider, look, or view. Thank you, Jesus. So when we regard uh, the reproof, when we look at it, when we consider it, when we view it, when we take time and ponder what's being said and not be so quick to say, no, that's not me, or uh-uh, I'm not doing that, or, or no, that, that's not what I do, or just consider. The Bible says, consider what I say, and the God of peace will give you understanding. And what's being said to you, just consider the reproof. You know, consider the instruction on what's being given to you. Just consider it, okay? Don't be so quick to shove it off or to say no. You know, for those that refuse it and shove it off really quick, here comes the shame and poverty. And I am not going to be living in poverty and or shame because God is on my side and I'm on God's side. And I do what God tells me to do according to the word of God. Now, I am not perfect. I'm striving for perfection like the rest of us being saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. But striving for perfection is absolutely, you know, doing what the word says for us to do. Reproof is a rebuke, a reprimand, or admonition. And a rebuke is something very hard. Uh, It's a hard chastisement. And a lot of times before the rebuke comes, Christ Father God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost, will have already shown you about yourself, what you're doing, what you're not doing, what you've said or what you're not saying uh, that you need to straighten up on, thank you, Jesus, before a rebuke comes. Because God desires that all of us come, you know, to repentance, and he doesn't want to shame his people. Uh, God is a gentleman. The Holy Ghost is a gentleman. He's not a hard taskmaster. And he's not into shaming his people. But when he, for when shame comes upon us, we then bring shame upon God, you know, and shame upon the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ and his word. And of a surety, I know God does not want his, to represent him in shame. That's not God. Because God gave his best when he gave his only begotten son. Thank you, Jesus. So if God gave his best, He absolutely wants us to live the best that we can according to his word. And honor is regard with great respect. It's esteem, respect, and admire. Thank you, Jesus. So when we regard, when we consider the reproof, hallelujah, glory to God, the esteem, the self-esteem, I'm just kind of feeling this, the self-esteem that comes my way. When I regard the the correction and uh, the reproof, hallelujah, that my husband may give me, the instruction that my husband may give me, and I regard what he's saying, and then I take heed to it, oh, my gosh, my self-esteem feels just so, I, I feel good about myself. Hallelujah. I respect myself. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, and there's honor that's placed upon me. God honors me because of that. Um, because that's what the word says. The word says, wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, when, when our husbands give us instruction, and a lot of times it's not reproof, 
It's not rebuke. It's not any of that. It's just a straight instruction. And all we have to do is just regard it, uh, uh, view it, look at it, consider it. Thank you, Jesus. And then, you know, we're honored. God is honoring us when we do that. Not when we say, oh, no, I'm not going to do that or or uh, that doesn't sound right, or no, we're not going to re- re- consider. Consider what's being said to you, the instruction from whomsoever it comes from. But I will say this too consider the source, okay, from whence the instruction is coming from, okay? We don't follow the instructions of um, foolish men and foolish women. We follow sound instruction. Thank you, Jesus. Sound reproof. Thank you, Jesus. It's going to grow us um, and going to help us. Um, reproof and instruction that's, uh, uh, what is the word? It's uh, constructive criticism. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we consider, hallelujah, and view is constructive criticism. And especially if it's coming uh, from a, a, a man and or a woman of God. Thank you, Jesus. Or even young people of God, you know, God can use anybody that he wants. So consider it, view it, look at it. And if you know, if you know that you're in that light or you're in that way or out of that way that's being uh, spoken to you, please uh, uh, consider it. Please review it, view it, look at it, uh, regard it. Thank you, Jesus. And the honor of God will be placed upon your life. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Uh, the word says that we are sons when God chastises us. And when we don't get the chastisement from God, when we don't consider the chastisement from God, we are considered bastards. And bastards are those that don't have fathers. And we have a father, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. He is our father. Uh, Proverbs 6 and 23 says, for the commandment is a lamp and the law is light and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. That's what I was saying earlier, that reproofs of instruction are the way of life. That's just life. That's just the way it's going to happen. We will receive reproofs. Sometimes we're going to get reproved and rebuked, and the person that's doing it don't even know that they're doing it. They have no earthly ideal that they're stepping on your toes, but you know, and God knows, and that's because he loves us. I thank God I have a God that will chastise, reprove, and uh, now the rebuke, um, I don't really want to get a rebuke from God. That means that, uh, that you have not considered Many times, a lot of times, when God is steady coming to you lovingly and caringly and sharing with you what you need to do and how you need to do it and how you need to line up and how you need to get in the order, glory to God. And the Holy Ghost is steady washing over you and telling you how to do it. And you just, just keep naysaying it and keep turning away from it and keep not doing it. Well, after a while, God will rebuke you in that thing and sometimes openly rebuke, and that's not something that I want. And that's not something that I want from you as well, saints of God. I want us to consider uh, right away the instructions from God, the reproof from God, that he does not have to rebuke us, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. God's words translation says it like this. Because the command is a lamp 
The teachings are a light, and the warnings from discipline are the path of life. And the warnings from discipline are the path of life. Because the command is a lamp. That's what I was saying earlier. The reproof, the instruction, it is a good thing. Thank you, Jesus. God's word translation says that it's a lamp. Hallelujah. It leads us. It guides us. It brings light to what we're doing and what we're not doing. And the law is a light. The words of the law is a light. Hallelujah. It gets us out of darkness. It takes us out of darkness and into God's marvelous light, the word of God, instruction, reproof, glory to God. Now, we don't want to get into rebuke, okay? So I'm going to stay away from rebuke. But I will say instructions and reproof, hallelujah, they bring us to the light. They bring us out of darkness and into God's marvelous light. Therefore, thank you, Jesus. And then there's the honor that's placed upon us when we regard it. My God, thank you, Jesus. Therefore. When we're reproved or uh, when instruction is coming our way, saints of God, let us regard it, okay? Let us view it. Let us uh, look diligently into it. Let us consider what's being said. Thank you, Jesus. A lot of times the instruction and reproof is just between uh, you and the person that God has shown something about you to. A lot of times it's not openly. It's not with a lot of people. It's just between you and the counselor that God has sent to you. Are are you and the woman of God? Are you and the man of God? You know, that God has shown some things too about. Do not consider, don't look at the person. Consider what's being said, the instruction, the reproof. Hallelujah. Don't look at the vessel. Don't look at the person from whence it's coming. You'll miss. Glory to God, you turn. Oh, my God, hallelujah. When I was saying that, I could see a highway. And on the highway, there was a turn that we needed to take. My God, you you needed to take a right turn. Thank you, Jesus. But because you're looking at the vessel, because you're looking at whom it's coming from, thank you, Jesus, and you may not think highly or anything on that person, you miss your turn on the highway. Thank you, Jesus. Stop that. Saints, stop looking at the vessel and listen to what the Holy Ghost is saying. Listen, listen to what the Spirit is saying to you. Thank you, Jesus. Not where it's coming from. You will miss your turn. I don't want to miss my turn. I'm on the highway of life. You're going to come and use somebody and tell me, Sister Danielle, this and thus and thus and this, and this is what God is telling me about you. I do not want to miss my turn because I'm looking at who it's coming from or because I'm listening to how it's coming. It may be coming with a storm. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. The rain may be coming down so hard through that person's voice that you can hardly see away. You can hardly hear what's being said. Don't listen to how they're saying it. Listen to what's being said. So you don't miss your turn, my God, my God. We're on the highway of life, and the rain is coming down. 
Glory to God. Glory to God. That word is coming to you strong. My God, because God is kind of fed up with the way you're doing or not doing things. Or God is absolutely wanting you to make your turn. God is absolutely wanting you to take your turn and to get your turn. So it may come a little hard. It may come a little fierce. Glory to God. But don't look at the storm. Don't listen to the way it's coming. Don't miss your turn. My God, my God. I was talking to God just the other day. I said, God, I don't want to miss my turn. I said, God, God, Lord God, I'll wait on my turn, God. I said, Lord, I'm away on my turn. And as I was saying that, I said, God, this is my turn. My turn is now, God. Hallelujah. And as I minister to you, also the Holy Ghost is ministering to me. Sister Danielle, Yvette, don't miss your turn because the way the instruction is coming, because of who is coming from. Listen, my God, to the instruction that poverty and shame does not come upon you, that I don't miss my turn on this highway. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm on a highway to heaven. Glory to God. I'm on a highway to my destiny. And I know that I am not by myself. I know there are other brothers and sisters. Glory to God. Other sisters and brothers that are on the highway. Glory to God. Hallelujah to your destiny. And there's a turn coming up. It's your turn. It's coming up. Your turn is coming up. Don't miss your turn. Take heed to the instructions. Follow. Follow the instruction. The word that is coming to me is consider Jesus. Hallelujah. Consider the end of a man. And when we follow the instructions of Jesus, which is the word of God, no matter who it comes from or how it comes, no matter what that person has done to you, my God, I'm reminded of Paul. He said, thank you, Jesus. They were preaching the word, thank you, Jesus, to try to bring hurt and harm to him. Healing is the children's bread. Paul said they were preaching the gospel, and they were preaching out of pretense. Thank you, Jesus. They were preaching, thank you, Lord, throwing at them, trying to make them feel bad. My God, my God. But Paul said whether they preach out of pretense or out of absolute honesty, the word is still being preached. No matter what he's done, no matter what she's done, no matter what they, how they've hurt you, glory to God, what they're still doing, the word of God comes through their mouth, hallelujah, and you know that it's a word from God for you. You can hear the spirit of the Lord speaking through them, my God, my God, I don't care how much they've hurt you, I don't care what they've done to you, what they're doing to you, glory to God, and what they've not done for you. 
follow the instructions of the word, hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto you. No matter, glory to God, Paul said, it does not matter whether they preach out of pretense or they preach out of honesty. The word of God is still being preached, and he will glorify and magnify God because of that. Hallelujah, we will not miss our turn. My God, Sister Danielle is determined. I ain't missing my turn. Yes, it gets hard. Yes, 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 yes. Because the Bible tells us that, you know, the saints, we're going to go through. Thank you, Jesus. It's just it's just what it is. That's just the way it is. And the, the word is not coming directly to me specifically. What the word says within that matter, uh, and something to the effect that uh, the saints will go through uh, living living a life of Christ. Um, we will go through, okay? So that's just a given. Excuse me. It's just a given. And um, we just have to resolve it within ourselves. And resolve means to just, you know, just just uh, receive it. Just receive it within yourself. Resolve it within yourself that we will be going through because we live for God, because we live for Christ. And then the enemy, the enemy can see sometimes and knows a saint of God. They know a he knows that he knows a, a saint and a Christian. But and I'm not giving him no glory. I will never give the devil glory ever in my life. Never have, never will. Don't want to, ain't going to. Glory to God. My purpose for saying that is that he knows um, when he sees a saint. Therefore, we have to be on guard. We must know who we are who we are in God. Thank you, Jesus. Watch and pray always in the name of Jesus. We do not fear the enemy. For the word says that uh, we tread on serpents and scorpions and no thing shall harm us. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Um, you know, God is just so good. He, he's an awesome God. And uh, the saints, Christians, we will go through. But the good thing is, the, the key is going through. And as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we do not fear any evil. Why? Because God is with us. His rod and his staff, it comforts us. Now, what is a rod and a staff? The rod and the staff is the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. It comforts us. My God, my God. And just that scripture that I was ministering to you, on um, Proverbs 13 and 18, um, his rod and his staff comforts us. And the comfort is that when we regard the reproof, we're going to be honored. Isn't that a comfort? Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. And then the Bible tells us to comfort those with the same comfort wherewith we've been comforted with. And that's the word of God. We comfort others with the same comfort, which is the word. Okay. It is not your opinion. It is not your fleshly determination. It is not all your degrees on your door or on your wall or, you know, none of that. We comfort people with the word of God only, point blank. Now, if God gives you an, an, to expound on it or, or if he gives you an, an, analogy, an analogy like he did uh, with me with the corn, and the dandelion, then go with it. You know when it's the Holy Ghost, and you know when it's yourself. 
And if God is using you like he does me, he's done that. I tell you, God is such a, and it's God. It's God that has done this thing. It is not me. I'm not apologizing. I'm not afraid of it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. I'm not ashamed of it. Thank you, Jesus. I thank God for calling me out of darkness into his marvelous way. He could have left me in darkness. God, he could have left me on the bed of my affliction. Mm. But he had grace and mercy. He had mercy for Danielle. And he did it for a reason and a purpose. And I will, glory to God, make my turn. I will not pass up my turn. Glory to God. And you know what, thanks, what I'm hearing is when we make our turn, a lot of times it's just us dying to our flesh. Ain't nobody talking about preaching about dying to the flesh no more. They're not saying that, but we absolutely, positively, glory to God, have to die to our flesh. Thank you, Jesus. Evil people see it. The enemy knows, glory to God. And you know your fleshly ways, okay? So in order for us to make that turn, for us to get our turn, walk in our turn, we have to die to the flesh, which is a good thing because no flesh will enter into the kingdom of God. Thank you, Jesus. And you know what? When we die to the flesh, oh, my gosh, you talk about peace and joy. Ooh, and honor. You ain't had no honor. You ain't had no peace and no joy until you die to your flesh. It's awesome. It's awesome. I have walked so many times in the death of my flesh and the life of the spirit and the joy that it brings and the peace that it brings and the love that it brings. And wow, beautiful smile and feeling good and walking tall. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Woo, it is awesome. It is awesome. Now, going through to die to my flesh is another story. But we must die to our flesh to get our turn, to make our turn, okay? To when we're on this highway to heaven. Thank you, Jesus. And there's a turn. We're coming up to our turn, okay? We have to die to the flesh. Glory to God. I thank God. Hallelujah. He is a good God. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. He's yet raising me. He's, yet, he's keeping me. And I thank God. Thank you, Jesus. So therefore, like I said, we're on the highway to a destiny. We're going to a place that God is calling us to that man's hands has not built. I know that Jesus was talking about... Um, a temple, you know, he was, but what I'm getting is a destiny. A destiny is not a place that man has built. A destiny for the Christians is a place that God has built for his people to help other people, okay? It is not for ourselves. It is not to give ourselves glory. It is not to pat ourselves on the back. Thank you, Jesus. Everything that happens is because of God to help other people. Thank you, Jesus. So we're on the highway, and I like, like you know, Paul said that they'll preach the word out of pretense to try to harm him and make him feel bad, and 
and things of that nature, and or they'll preach the word out of honesty and care. He said, but whichever way it goes, they are preaching and teaching the word of God, so therefore he will rejoice. Okay, so here comes somebody, you know, and they've kind of done you wrong or doing you wrong or, you know, all ungodly things, things that are not of God, not from God, ain't never been from God, will never be from God. Thank you, Jesus. And, you know, they throwing them both. Pow! They throwing them stone, stones. Pow! They throwing that hard stuff at you, that persecution, that fire. Thank you, Jesus. They're doing ungodly things. Hallelujah. But then here they come and say, sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, you know, this is what God has given me concerning you. God says you need to, dust according to the word. Now they're coming with the word, okay? And, and you already know that you're not in the place you need to be in in certain areas, and here they come with a word from God saying, okay, you need to get yourself in this place because you're not in that place. And they're coming hard. They've already hurt you. They've already disappointed you. They've already discouraged you. Thank you, Jesus. But then they also come with a word from God. Okay, so what are we going to do? Are we going to look at the vessel that it's coming from? Are we going to remember the hurts? And 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 the turmoil and the havoc and the chaos that they brought in our life, or are we going to hear what God is saying through me? Are you going to humble yourself and hear the voice of God back up out of God's way and listen to what God is saying through that particular vessel? Because God can use whomsoever he will, okay? And a lot of times the hurt comes from people that are closest to us, that are right up under our roof sometimes, glory to God, riding in our car, sleeping in our bed, eating our food, thank you, Jesus, the children, eating our food, enjoying the electricity and the games they play, you know, on television, and then they come in, try to cuss you out, beat you up, da-da-da-da-da, far be it from the saints. I rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. There will not be a child of a saint that will whoop up on a mother, cuss a mother out, or a dad. I bind that spirit right now. And God has given me the keys to bind and to loose. And I bind that thing off of them kids in any and all Christian families' lives. The parents will not be afraid of their children because of the way society has built a law. You will not do it. You will take the authority that God has given you as a parent and raise that child in the admonition of the Lord. You will not be afraid of that kid. I don't care who it is. I don't care how old they are. If they're coming against you like that, put them out of your house. I'll be the first one to say it, and if you don't like it, my email is uh, Danielle, D-O-N-I-E-L-E, USA at Yahoo.com. You can email me all day long because I've raised children by myself, and I will not allow, and I'm a saint, a child to, to disrespect me, cuss me out, or anything. They got to get out, and I'm paying the bills and bringing in the food, and all the – see, back then – like I raised my kids in the seventies. This is the twenty. Uh, this is like what twenty seventeen. So they have organizations, honey. 
uh, sisters and brothers. They have places you can go take your child to, your little disrespectful child that is not respecting you and trying to get you to fear them, hallelujah, and bow down to them so they run havoc over your life. Glory to God, have it all in your house. Thank you, Jesus. Bring it in whoever they want to. Smoking that reefer when they want to. The devil is alive, not in the saint's house. Take them to the authority. They got too many places now. In 2017, for you to go through that stuff. God said he's called us to peace. Jesus. God, I thank you. So no matter who it comes from, how much they've hurt, how disappointed, discouraged, what they may be doing, even if it is ungodly, God is allowing it for our highest good. Thank you, Jesus. Because we don't want to miss our turn. Okay. And if there's understanding that is lacking because of what you're going through, you've not charted these waters before. You've not come this way before. All we have to do is pray. God, grant unto me understanding. Lord, I thank you. Thank him in advance for the understanding. Because God will not leave us in the dark concerning the enemy. Never. That's in the word. God won't do it. All we have to do is, is to go to God in prayer. And ask God, Lord, lead and guide me, Lord. Understanding, Lord, I need understanding, God, concerning this thing. I remember, let me see if I can remember it uh, correctly. This was years ago when I was single and I was living in Louisiana. There was something that was attacking me. And I said, God, how can I fight against this thing? God, how can I come against this thing if I don't know what it is? I remember distinctly praying that prayer on the, on my, I was on the ground. I was laid out on the ground praying, crying out to God. And I didn't understand what was happening. I knew I was being fought. I just didn't know what it was. And I asked God, I said, Lord, how am I going to fight against this thing if I don't know what it is? And he answered that prayer. Now, like I said, it was years ago, so I don't quite remember what that thing was. But what I remember distinctly is the prayer. See, that's the thing. Prayer changes things. And, you know, prayer changes things. And prayer, and God absolutely answered my prayer, changed that thing, caused me to understand what I was going through, gave me the victory on it. Because I stand here today, glory to God, ministering to you on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, Jesus. I made it through. That's pure gold. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. There's no thing that comes upon us that God does not already know. He knows the end at the beginning. I'm I'm reminded a few years ago, there again, being single, I was here in Dallas, and I heard Jesus say, it is finished. I heard him say it. It's finished. Everything that pertains the sister Danielle, it is finished. God has already brought it to pass. It's already done in the heavenlies. Thank you, Jesus. And his thoughts toward us, saints, are altogether good, Jeremiah 29 and 11. He has thoughts of good and not thoughts of evil. Therefore, if any thought of evil comes our way, know, K-N-O-W, that it is not of God, it is not from God, and it is not for us. Okay, because God's thoughts toward us are altogether good. Jeremiah 29 and 11, to make us wealthy, prosperous, and uh, and give us an expected end. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. 
Therefore, like Paul said, they may preach the word out of pretense. They may preach the word trying to hurt you, trying to aggravate you, trying to intimidate you or, you know, frustrate you and things of that nature. If you know, K-N-O-W, that you are in that place or not in that place, and it is a word from the Holy One of Israel, let us just humble ourselves, regard it, okay? View what's being said. Look into what's being said, what they're saying, okay? Um, and if it's of God, receive it. God is going to honor us. going to be on that road, on that highway. We're going to make our turn. When our turn comes up, we will be willing, able, and available. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead, God. Because we have considered the instruction. We are not going to be in poverty. We're not going to be in shame. Hallelujah. We are going to be honored. Thank you, Jesus, because we have considered, thank you, Jesus, the instruction, which is the way of life. Hallelujah. No matter, you know, it's just the way of life. That's just what's going to happen. We will go through instruction. Um, it's called, some of it sometimes there again, it's called a corrective criticism or instructive criticism, which is very good. Instructive criticism is just like being instructed. Now, I see my husband, Mr. Wilson, close by. Would you like to say something? Hmm. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, the International Standard Version says, because the command is a lamp and the law is a light, rebukes that discipline are a way of life. Oh, my God. Rebukes that discipline us, that get us as disciples, that disciple us, and get us back straight on the road with God. Hallelujah. It is a way of life. Rebukes that discipline us. That's what we want. You know what? I'm going to show this with I already know, because God let me know, that people that are in a bad way, or they're not doing right, I'm not, I didn't say live right, okay? I'm not talking about their life. I'm talking about what they are doing and how they're doing stuff and how they're treating people. They really, saints, listening audience, they really don't want to be like that. People that are rude and mean and evil, they don't want to be like that. They not People in their right mind really don't want to be like that. God showed that to me. They really don't want to be like that. Our kids, they're not getting... Uh, disciplined, are not being uh, led uh, right and guided right. They want discipline. They want structure in their lives. Glory to God. They want a, a, a right way to live. Thank you, Jesus. And the word right here says that rebukes, that discipline are a way of life. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, if you're doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, saying something that you're not supposed to be saying, and God is bringing instruction, reproof, and our soon rebuke, I would admonish you to regard it. Regard it, to view it, to look into it, especially if you're on a highway to a destiny, on the highway <laughs> to heaven, or highway to destiny, and you're, on, you're running on that highway or you're driving, you're driving on that highway, you know, and your turn is coming up. Thank you, Jesus. Don't miss your turn because of not listening to instructions. 
Don't miss your turn because you refuse or disregard instructions. Don't miss your turn because you say N-O to an instruction, which is a command uh, or information given to you. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I know I don't want to miss mine. I'm not sad about it. I'm not sad, not one little bit. You know, compassion is one thing and sadness is something else. And we're to have compassion, glory to God, on God's people and the people that are not of God, which I have compassion. That is of a surety. But um, sadness is not from God. Thank you, Jesus. Belongs to God's people. Okay, another thing that I want to talk to you all about is endurance. Hebrews 10 and 36. We need to persevere so that when we've done the will of God, we will receive what he has promised us. That is endurance, okay? That's New International Version. The New Living Translation says, patient endurance is what we need now so that we will continue to do God's will then we will receive all that God has promised us. And I know that to be true for Sister Danielle. Patient endurance is what I need right now to continue to do the will of God. Then I'm going to receive all that God has promised me. And the same goes for you. This is endurance. King James Version says, For ye have need of patience, that after we've done the will of God, we might receive the promise, okay? So we're going to receive the promise through enduring, um, uh, enduring. Thank you, Jesus. After we've done the will of God, I like the way, um, let's see, patient endurance is what we need now so we can continue to do the will of God. I like that translation, which is the New Living Translation. That's what we need is to patiently endure, okay? And endure is the fact our power of enduring an unpleasant or a difficult process or situation without giving way. Oh, my gosh. Saints, let us not get in turmoil and havoc and upset and angry. We cut anger out. We put anger away. Let us not start fussing at, you know, our significant other and kicking the dog and putting the cat out in, in the rain. Glory to God. Because we're not enduring uh, unpleasant or difficult. It's a process. We're going through a process, not because of where we are, but because of where we're going. It's a process or a situation without giving way. And we're not going to give way. We're going to endure it. Endure it. And giving way is, um, you know, like like I said, hollering at the spouse or, or kicking a dog and putting a cat out in the rain. And we know cats don't like water. We know cats don't like water, so we're upset and angry. We're going to shoot a cat outside in the rain and in the storm, glory to God, because we're giving way to an unpleasant or difficult process. It's a process, ain't Glory to God. Hallelujah. Endurance is defined as the act of working very hard without stopping, working very hard in the will and the way and the promise and the plan of God. Hallelujah. And working hard is not like because when we do the will of God, it's not hard. It's, it's not hard at all. It's very, um, the way of the transgressor is hard. So doing the will of God is not a hard process. It's not a hard thing. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And we're doing it without stopping. 
we will continue to endure. The Bible says it like this. He speaks about, thank you, Jesus, that um, saying the blood of Jesus. Just give my thought back. That devil's a liar and a father of lies. Like I said earlier, he he tries to stop and block the will of God in our lives um, through, like, a, a, a range of things. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Jesus. But he is a liar and the father of lies. And Jesus has already defeated him on the cross. Hallelujah. And he gave Jesus, snatched the keys from him of death, hell, and the grave. They've been snatched from him. Thank you, Jesus. Um, that we're working very hard without stopping, even in the face of difficult situations and our pain. Glory to God. I had a, the word was coming to mind, and I command that enemy to bring it right back to me in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you. Synonyms are tolerant, tolerance, sufferance, forbearance, patience, and acceptance, which is what I was saying earlier about just resolving the fact that we being Christians and Christ-like accepting that we are going to go through, okay? We are going to endure, to continue, and to faint not. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Satan, the blood of Jesus is against you. Um, he that endure to the end shall be saved, not by might nor by power, but as by God's spirit. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, God has given me the word, and I thank God for the word, because I've assured you it's the word that has kept me thus far, and that has brought me from a mighty long way, the word and the grace and the mercy of God. Thank you, Jesus. And all I have to do is kind of slow down, you know, being on that highway. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm definitely going to make my turn. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Sometimes we have to slow down, saints, as we're on that highway. Thank you, Jesus, that we don't miss our turn. Glory, hallelujah, because it is not of us. Thank you, Jesus, as I said earlier, but it is of God. Thank you, Jesus, that has done this thing and not be ourselves. And the Bible says that as long, hallelujah, as we continue and not faint, thank you, Jesus, we will reap, hallelujah, if we faint not. Glory to God, the word is coming, it's coming, it's coming. God, I thank you. Glory to God, I rebuke Satan. And every attack and every assignment that he's trying to place upon my life, I denounce it right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, hallelujah, that if we be not weary in well-doing, we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah, that's the word, that's the word of God. And the Bible speaks about endurance, Hebrews 10 and 36, that we need to persevere so that when we've done the will of God, we will receive what he has promised us. And I just, uh, the word was just coming that uh, to continue in good, hallelujah, to be not weary, be not weary. Thanks to God. First Lady Danielle Wilson, be not weary in well-doing, for if you faint not, you will receive. Hallelujah. What God has planned and promised, hallelujah, for our lives. I know the devil don't like it. I know evil people don't like it. But ain't nothing they can do. Glory to God with a woman or a man of God, with someone that's trusting in God, that's walking by faith and not by sight, that's trusting in what God has given them. Now, I'm not perfect. Glory to God. None of us are perfect. They're walking on 
this journey, hallelujah, but I know someone is perfect. My hand is in the hand of the man, glory to God, hallelujah, the master plan that has the master plan. He's the perfect one, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, and he's ever holding on to Sister Danielle Yvette, like I know he's holding on to the Christians that are calling on him out of a pure heart. Therefore, we will endure hardness as a good soldier, glory to God, and we're not going to faint. Hallelujah. We're going to continue to do good. Now, I know sometimes it is hard. It is hard. I understand. But we have an advocate, Jesus Christ the righteous. Not when we fall, but when we need him to uplift us. And then the joy of the Lord is our strength as well. Thank you, Jesus. So when we're going through, and it's becoming hard and, you know, a little uh, overwhelming, the Bible says that, Lord, lead us to the rock that is higher than we are when it becomes overwhelming. We have a rock that we can go to, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And uh, he is higher than we, and he is there to help us, lead us, and guide us into all truth. Thank you, Jesus, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, um, as long as we faint not, we're going to get the things that God has planned for us. We are going to go through go through uh, the valley, through it, not get stuck in it, not stay in it, because we're going to follow instructions. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to be honored. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. You all just don't know what God is doing with the Holy Ghost, how he's washing me right now through speaking that word. Oh, my gosh. I thank God so much for the word of God. For the surety, the word itself is anointed. Hallelujah. You know, and, and I'm not against, I have it too. And it's what God has given me. I have a tone and I have a, um, uh, a, not a melody. Well, it may be called a melody, but I have a way when God starts using me and I start ministering the word of God and, you know, in my tone and the way God has created me to minister. And that's okay. I'm not coming against that, but the word of God is anointed all by itself without, um, some people may do the hooping and, the, uh, <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, putting all those wonderful sounds, uh, to it themselves. It may not be the power of God. It may not be the anointing of God. Uh, it's the way that God uses them, and who am I to come against it? I'm just saying my point is that um, that's not always needed. Uh, the word by itself is anointed. Preaching and teaching the word uh, by itself is anointed. Uh, therefore, when we endure hardness as a good soldier, glory to God. When we persevere or endure uh, is what we need now so that we will continue to do God's will, then he will receive, then we will receive all that he's promised us. And if we be not weary, that's the word, if we be not weary in well-doing and we faint not, we're going to receive what God has promised us. And I thank God for that word because that word has come um, to my mind and to my life here not long ago, just recently, I was in my uh, kitchen sweeping and, you know, there's several things and um, those that are going to a place with God or, or even just saved, you know, and living a life of salvation and 
thank you, Jesus, is striving to live and pleasing God, we're going to just go through things. Not all the time now. Let me just clarify that. Because when I first got saved, I tell you, I had such a peaceful joyful life in God. Oh, it was wonderful. The love of God, the peace of God, the joy of God, the blessings of the Lord. Oh, they were just flowing in my life. I was not going through a bit. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know what going through. I was listening. I was thinking about a song that um, we sang, and I can't think of it right now. Let's see, how how's it go? Um, it speaks about having uh, trials and tribulations and going through. And, and I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, I was just singing back in, you know, when I first got saved, I, you know, shout on the word, on that song and everything. And, you know, was really into it and really shouting and everything. And now I'm thinking about it. I had no earthly idea what I was, I was nowhere near going through or nowhere near what that song was talking about. Then a man is in the moon, and we know ain't no man in the moon. I was nowhere near that. That that revelation, knowledge, and understanding came to me, excuse me, on how being young, you know, me being young in God and young in Christ, and I'm sure it happens to everyone else when the songs come through about uh, being a good soldier in the Lord and um, uh, the songs that we sing, and I kind of need to kind of slow down a little bit, and how I would shout on the song and, you know, be glorifying God on the song and the shout and everything and stuff and, you know, think I'm really doing something and really going through, whoo, Lord have mercy, mm-mm, we're nowhere near going through. I was so blessed of the Lord, and still am. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm not going to always speak on going through uh, because there are great times in God. There are joyful times in God. There are blessings in God. There are benefits. Thank you, Jesus. And serving God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Just for us getting them, we we will have to go through, you know, to get them. I think of 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 a mother, and the Bible speaks of a woman having a baby. You know, has it ever been said that the baby has come forth without any pain? And then there was a question mark in the world. You know, have we ever known of a woman giving birth to a baby with no pain? Never. Therefore, saints, women of God, men of God, when we deliver this baby, the baby that God has given you, the baby that God has given me, I will absolutely, will absolutely go through uh, some suffering and some pain to deliver what God has given us. However, the Bible also says that after that boy, after that baby has been delivered, we don't remember the pain anymore. Thank you, Jesus. Once we come through and we're on that road, that rain is coming down, hallelujah, glory to God. And we make that turn, and we get that, we, our, when our, our turn comes and, and we take that turn, we ain't going to remember about that rain and, and, and the storms and stuff on the road back there because the turn that we make, we're going to turn into sunshine and joy and, you know, goodness of the Lord and the blessings of the Lord and honor, glory to God and, and good, good times and uh, blessing God's people. And I'm not saying that life won't still happen because life will still happen. And for those of us that are Christ-like, and in serving Christ and ministering the word of God, the enemy will absolutely continue to try to fight, hinder, block, and stop the move of God. But he cannot be Jesus. What we need to keep is faith in God. Jesus told us to be of good cheer, for he's overcome the world. And this is how he overcame. 
through faith. Therefore, saints, Christians, women and men of God, that's how we overcome is through faith in God, having faith. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you. Enduring, to continue to endure that we will do the will of God. And after we've done the will of God, he will bless us with the plan and the promise. I'm going to go back and say that again. To endure unpleasant and difficult process, the unpleasant and difficult process to endure that, that we continue to do what God is telling us to do. But after we've come to a point, and God knows that point in that place, he's going to bless us with a plan that he has for us. He's going to bless us with a promise that he's given us in Jesus' name. Therefore, we will endure the hardness. We will endure the unpleasantness and the difficulty. We will accept and tolerate because of the plan and the promise that God has for us. I'm reminded of the word that says, this trial that we go through is but a moment, but the glory of God far exceeds the weightier glory. Let me get that word. Let me see if I can bring that up. As it came to me, and then after it came to me, there was a minister that preached it. Uh, let's see, what is trials? Let's see here. For these trials are that a moment. And I like the King James Version. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. Let's see here. Um, okay, Second Corinthians 4, and let's go uh, 4 through 18. Second Corinthians. Okay. For our light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, okay? It's working for us a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, okay? We're not looking at what we see, but at the things which are not seen, the things that God has promised us, promised us, for the things which are seen are temporal. They're going to pass away, okay? These trials are but for a moment. Uh, trouble only lasts. Trouble doesn't last always. But the things which are not seen are eternal, okay? They're forever. They're promised by God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Let me read that again. For our light affliction, this is but a light affliction. And then I'm reminded, I was in my living room praying the other day, and I was reminded on how Jesus had went through so so drastically. You know, they put a, a thorn uh, uh, of uh, a um, wreath of thorns on his head, and they slapped him and spit on him, and they asked him, who did that? You know, who did that to you? You call yourself a Jew or, or uh, uh, the king of the Jews, and, you know, you call yourself Jesus, and you're a man of God, and, you know, and they're looking at, they were mocking him. They were mocking him, and they slapped and spit on him and asked Jesus, the son of God, who did it? And do you know he didn't say a mumbling word? 
He kept his mouth shut. Thank you, Jesus. That's what we have to do, saints. That's one of the things. And I'm saying that not just like adding it on, like just piling stuff on. All of this is absolutely necessary that we must do to get the plan and the purpose of God. We have to keep it. Die. Die to the flesh. That's what I was saying earlier. No, it's not taught. No, people are not preaching it. But it is in the word, and we absolutely must do it to get our turn, to make our turn. When our turn comes, when we're on the highway and our turn comes, then we take that turn. Glory to God. Okay, so for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, and it's a light affliction compared to what Jesus went through, he dropped blood, which is but for a moment. Trouble only lasts so long, working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Thank you, Jesus. These light afflictions that are only going to last for a little bit, God is going to only let it go through, go on for so long, okay? But it's working in us an exceeding weight of glory. Thank you, Jesus. And while we're not looking on the things which we see, okay, but we're looking on the things which are not seen, see it yet. We're not walking in it yet. It hasn't come to pass yet. That uh, prophecy that the sister gave me years ago has not yet come to pass, for the th- but it will, okay? It shall come to pass, for, because the things that God has said will not return into him void, but it shall accomplish. It will accomplish the things that that thing that it's been sent out to do, okay? Uh, therefore, Second Corinthians 4 and 18 says, while we look not on the things which are seen, but we look at the things which are not seen, that's walking by faith, for the things which are seen are temporal, okay? You're in a place you don't want to be in uh, geographically, uh, you know, literally, not, not, not uh, I'm, I'm talking literally, you're in a place you don't want to be, a house, a car, a job, they're temporal, okay? But the things which are not seen are eternal, and that's, that's heaven. You know, this particular portion here is talking about heaven. That's the thing that we don't see. Therefore, our light afflictions, they're only for a moment, and they're going to work a more exceedingly eternal weight of glory, meaning that if we endure, we will not only receive here on earth things that God has promised us, but also eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. And there's a scripture that says, uh, he that has left mother and father, sister and brother, houses and land, for the gospel's sake, that we will receive a hundredfold houses and land, mother and father, sisters and brothers, and life eternal, okay? So what we're going through is but for a moment, and it's a light affliction. And if we can view it that way, because God sees and knows all things, and everything that's happening to us, I'm reminded of Job, God is allowing it. The enemy went to Job and asked, uh, I'm sorry, the enemy went to God and asked if he could buffer Job. And then the enemy said, well, God, he's only doing it because of all the great things that you're doing for you, for him. Job is only serving you because of the good things that you're giving to him. And God said, okay, I'm going to drop that hedge. You can do everything, but you can't kill him. And that's what Satan did. He came against Job with everything under the sun. Thank you, Jesus. But Job held on to his integrity. He held on to the faith in God. 
And that's what Jesus is telling us. Jesus is saying he's overcome the world. And this is what he's overcome the world with, and that's with faith. That is not with what we see. That is not with what we go through. That is not with what's put upon us, glory to God, but it is through faith that we're going to overcome. And the faith is the plan and the promise and the things that God has given us. That's what's going to take us to the higher height and the deeper depth. That's what's going to cause us to endure, glory to God, the process, because we're going to get the, uh, the promise and the plan that God has preordained for our life. Now, for those of you that are spiritual and can discern, um, the enemy is absolutely, you know, trying to block and stop and hinder. But, you know, I'm like this. I was a, uh, a, uh, a athlete coming up when I was a young girl. Um, therefore, I'm an athlete for God. You know, I'm a run, I, I ran track when I was natural. I'm running for God, hallelujah, no matter what the wind, no matter what the storm, no matter what comes my way, I got 10 seconds. I was an athlete, baby, back in the day, and I'm an athlete right now for God. So no matter what the enemy throws my way, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to keep on moving forward, and I may move forward. You know, I was running track one time, and, and I have a lot of hair, and I had more hair then, and the woman thought when I got through running, she said, I thought you had a wig on, you know, and she said she thought my hair was now I was a young girl, right, and wearing a wig at that time, and she thought that my hair was going to come off because I was wearing a wig. No matter what the enemy's trying to bring my way, I'm going to run this race for God. I'm going to do what God is telling me and calling for me to do. He spoke to me, I think it was this year or last year, I was talking to my husband. We need to get on the radio. We need to get on the radio. Pastor Wilson was like, wait, you know, wait, we got to wait, we got to wait. I heard God say, you do it. He didn't say it with anger, but he said it with authority. And when he said it, I, I could sense he was on the throne when he told me. And I've been doing it ever since. So for those of you that have an ear to hear and you can hear Sister Danielle fighting for her life, just keep me in prayer. Because I'm going to do the will and the word and the promise and the instructions from the Lord. Because when my turn comes, which is right around the corner, I'm going to make my turn. Glory to God, in Jesus' name. I pray for your families. I pray for your children. I pray the blood of Jesus over your children, or pedophile spirits, that they understand what the teachers have for them, to give to them, uh, passing all their classes. I pray uh, financial blessings in your life. I pray those that can get a prayer through, that you pray for my finances, for increase in my life increase in uh, my husband's life. I ask you guys to pray for the good news of the glorious gospel, the radio show. I ask you guys to pray for my ministry. Thank you, Jesus, to pray for my husband's ministry in the name of Jesus. And I just thank God for today. Today is the day that the Lord has made. What's going to happen? We will rejoice and we're going to be glad in it, in Jesus' name. Until next speaking Tuesday, November the 21st, to God be the glory. No, no. November, what is this? November 28th. 
Uh, to God be the glory for the things he's done. I will not be talking with you before Thursday. So happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Glory to God. Let us take hold to the instructions that God is giving to us, no matter whom they're coming from. If you can discern that it's the Spirit of the Lord talking to you, receive those instructions. Consider those instructions. Regard those instructions. And God is going to honor us. God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord. Until next Teaching Tuesday, this is the good news of the glorious gospel, evangelist, first lady, teacher, pastor, student of the word of God, Danielle Wilson. Be encouraged. God is with us. Bye-bye.